following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down handoff, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome into Talkin' Cowboys, the final Talkin' Cowboys of the offseason. The next time you guys join us, we'll be at training camp in Oxnard, California, late July. So things are winding up here for the offseason program. Three-day mini camp here at the Star starting up today, Tuesday through Thursday. And then the players are off, and we are kind of off as a group, definitely as a show, after this week wraps up. Rob Phillips hosting for Bill Jones. He'll probably join us here pretty soon. Temporarily? Yeah, temporarily. I'll get out. He'll kick me out of the chair soon. Mickey Spagnola. Brian brought us Kent Garrison producing next door. Good morning, gentlemen. Traffic. He got stuck in traffic. It's a long way from Southlake. Well, there's a lot of landmines along the way. Construction. Well, I, I heard uh, this. How, how about this one for a good one this morning on uh, I-35 coming south oh. through Denton. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was a 30-minute backup because of rocks on the road. Sure. So what do you think? Some truck just dumped the rocks that they were going Cowboys. to do landscaping with? I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys time. Let's Plus, there's a lot of red lights out, too. There are. There are, Mick. All right, let's roll. You have electricity? I'm good. I'm good. Not Brian, everybody on our crew is. Cowboys, good. Good. Are you trying to derail the show? Or are you trying to let people know why Bill's not here? He's fine. He's fine. He'll be here in a minute. But I don't know if we'll talk football by the time he gets here. Let's get to it. All right. Final mini camp. We've seen nine OTAs. We've seen three. We've seen three. They've had nine OTAs over three weeks. Yes. Three per week. What's your biggest takeaway from what they've accomplished so far? And knowing that they're not in pads and knowing that uh, they're still in installation and all that stuff, what have you seen that you like? Maybe something that you still need to see when you get to Oxnard. Um, <clears throat> I think I'll stick with my answer that I've had for the last two weeks, and I think they've improved their team speed. And I think it, it's pretty obvious. Uh, offense, defense, uh, guys that can do things on special teams, uh, and I think that's a step in the in the right direction. So uh, from an overall standpoint, not having seen anything but a helmet on, uh, nobody's been tackled or blocked to the ground or anything. I think that's the one thing that stood out to me. As Sanjay Lal said, told us last week, this is one of the, the wide receivers coach, one of the toughest competitions he's seen. And he's been in the league 12 years, mostly as a receivers coach. And he said, quote, there is speed all over the place. And that's, yeah, it. that's at, it, his position, but not only, not just the wide receivers. Well, look at running back. Look how well the tight ends run. Uh, look at some of the new guys they added on defense, the the carry hiders and guys that, that, that can move. Um, and even, you know, what they did with the, the defensive backs, the guys they've added. You know, Donovan, Donovan Wilson's a safety, but he runs like a corner to mm -hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the team speed uh, overall, if once you can continue to run that fast when you're getting hit 
or you're supposed to hit, uh, then I think that's a, that's a great improvement. They've gone from receiver by committee to be one of the greatest groups he's ever coached. <laughs> how about that? That that's, shows you how far off they were. Yeah, I mean that's it. Just it shows you the addition that you know with. Uh, with what they've done with, like Mickey's talking about, with Cooper during the season, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, to me, looks like he's been with Dak Prescott for three years now, mm-hmm. the way they're kind of connecting. I noticed the ball with him going down the field. You know, it's it's some underneath stuff, but it's down the field. Throws to Randall Cobb. He has that ability to get down the field. And you can see him down the field. You can right? see him down the field. I, I that's That's been the most impressive thing that I've noticed. I think the thing, the takeaway that I have, I think they're, I think they have to be nervous. And this is, I don't mean to be wet blanket guy, but just my observation as, as a former personnel man, I, I would be nervous about this. I would be nervous about all the depth and competition that I've created, but I'm not sure about my backup quarterbacks. I, I haven't seen one of them really take the bull by the horns. And, and I'm, and that's where I think when we get to Oxnard and every day and practices and meetings and games that we will see, hopefully that one of these guys emerges. I, I think backup quarterback is a very underrated part of your team, but just think about, it. again, this organization has been very fortunate the last several, last three years to play with a indestructible quarterback plays a game of physical style he gets hit he runs around he delivers blows himself he's tough inside the five yard line running but I think that's one of those spots that can derail your team quickly more quickly than anything and I think that that if there was a concern that I have going in is who is going to be my backup quarterback because I don't want this to be something where I've planned and done all these wonderful things to get this roster in, in a good shape, but then not be able to have somebody. And is it one of these guys or is it we're going to have to spend some money on a veteran guy uh, to be a caretaker as they progress through this season? Your point's well taken because, <clears throat> excuse me, can they, with their numbers and with the depth they have across the roster, keep three quarterbacks? And if they only keep two, you know, they kept two in the past going back a decade or so when Romo was the quarterback, they had they had one backup. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. And it was Kitna. It were, they were veteran guys that they were they were comfortable with that had done it in the league. Kitna, Kyle Orton, Brandon Whedon. And so would you be comfortable going with just one young guy behind Dak? And I Mick, I kind of look at it a little bit like the running back. All this talk we had leading up to the draft, you know. What happens if something happens to Zeke? Well, Zeke never misses a snap. But what if something does? Yeah, you got. Don't you have to look at the same, the same prism as Dak, even though he's never missed a snap due to injury? Yeah, I don't think. <clears throat> the problem is you've kind of boxed yourself into a corner at this point. I mean, what's out there? I and and, and now having said that, there's going to be more out there at some point with the quarterbacks that were drafted. So it's teams are going to cut somebody that. Yeah, Connor Cook got let go yesterday, and again, that's a oh, guy. I, that, and I didn't know that. that. That's, really? Yeah, that's a guy that got. Mm. Let, that's a guy that they liked. It and actually, if you look at their draft board, they had Connor Cook above Dak Prescott yeah. on their draft. Well, board. they were trying to get him, and, were, right? Yeah. There's a list of a small list of guys leading up to the fourth round. So that there'll they were be a, in. there'll be some other guys get cut along the way. But again, you know, oh. <laughs> 
XFL, XFL, mm-hmm. XFL. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song, though, Kent. That Houston. Him, excuse me. Yeah. You know, the thing about, though, to your point, Robert, I think that when you look at running back, it's an easier position to plug in and player and play. Sure. I think that, you know, the, the, the James Connors of the world and people like that that have stepped in and played for big-time run. Is it the same? I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your rear and act like it is. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to do here. I just think that you're better equipped to, you know, I, I feel like that, yeah, okay, let's, let's see Pollard. Let's see where – let's see ja- – Jackson's been the guy, all the practices that we've watched. You know, Jackson has been kind of a forgotten guy. And if you talk to Jackson in the locker room, which everybody in this room has – He'll tell you, he goes, hey, I've, this is the best I've felt. Mm-hmm. So is it, is it the most ideal situation? Can you, can you get by with having receivers and Dak and a backup running back? I think you might be better equipped to handle that than you are having to play with a backup quarterback that you really don't know. I have more questions. This is crazy. I have more questions about the quarterback than I do the running back, just because well, I think I think you can plug and play. Well, yeah, and there's also opportunity to play another back. You, right. you can spell Zeke right. within the offense. You can't sit Dak Prescott down. And, and to your point, right. how many Pro Bowl running backs this year were – third fourth round or later i think philip Lindsay was undrafted i mean Absolutely, you, can, you yeah. can find guys in the day two it, it, or three it's not perfect it's not perfect but it's the one position where you feel like you can play a guy that has no experience and and make it work you know if you have the offensive line if you have the receivers if you have the quarterback to be able to move the team the way that uh, dak prescott can so do you want to see what these guys do yeah. or do you want to bring in somebody I, right away I to start training camp I'm I'm willing to I'm willing and I'm not even going to say roll the dice because it's not a dice roll it's just a straight evaluation I I'm going to say okay I'm going to look at this I'm going to look at three you know they're going to have plenty of games to play the preseason games they got four of them yep it's got some good competition they're going to play you know the San Francisco defense will be better uh, playing the Rams, you know, the Rams always give their defense, their rosters better. So you will see these guys compete against good defenses and evaluate and from be there. able to evaluate from there. And, and I, I, I'm okay with, I'm okay with the McCowns, yeah. you know, or the, that type of player. But to be honest with you, again, Kaepernick's a whole nother thing, but I, I'm just saying that to me, I, I'm willing to give Mike White and Cooper Rush an opportunity in workouts to, to prove to me that they can be the number two guy and, and, and be if something were to happen that I feel good enough, like, okay, this is who we're going to go play with. And this is how we're going to win games and have that plan. Cause the last time we went through this mm-hmm. and they brought somebody in right. midstream, right. I don't want to hear the BS about, well, he wasn't here. He doesn't yeah. know the system. Who was the guy? Who was the guy that they brought in midstream? Oh, oh, um, why are you staring at me like I was that? Trying, I was trying to buy myself some time to think of his name. The guy they brought in from New England, Castle. Oh, Castle. Not Castle, yeah. Traded like, for him after yeah, a week or two. That, that's a euphemism for the guy sucks. <laughs> that, you know, he is not wrong about that. It, it, he, you laugh? But, I know. But, I but know. Matt Just Cass- the delivery was great. No, no. No, no. But he's not wrong. Yeah. To I mean, me, you got to want to hear that. You know, I don't want to hear, well, you Still know, he needs let me ask, let me ask, Yeah, <laughs> is he playing? Let me ask you, though, Mickey, if, and I mean this in, in all sincerity, I'm not trying to, but do you feel like they need to bring a guy? Do you feel like they need a, well, a McCown now? Even, well, 
Because if you say you're going to bring McCown in, that just tells me that you don't think that Cooper Rush or Mike White can play. I think I think at this point, since you've rode this train uh, this, this far, uh, yeah. you got to kind of see it through a little bit more. Sure, sure. And then if it's a veteran guy, you know, if you got the right guy, and obviously you're not bringing in Nick Foles, right? But you would hope, yeah. <laughs> He should be able to adapt if he can still play. Right. If he can play better than these young guys, then he should be able to Boy, there's some questions if Nick Foles could play. Remember that Week 17 game against Dallas? Good luck, Jackson. Oh, yeah, it was. It was uh, didn't, yeah. didn't Peterson say Sudfeld, get ready, yeah. you know, yeah, kind exactly. of thing once yeah. they get to the playoffs? Yeah. And if they were to make a move for a veteran quarterback backup. And let's, let's also remember when he got to the playoffs, that first game, Okay, it's Atlanta. They score fifteen points. Yeah, it took a goal line stop basically to get yeah. him get, and, the, get and to got the next one round. touchdown because he recovered a botched fumble at the one yard line. Yeah, well, this is an aside, but they I to me it was coaching. I mean, they 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 made him comfortable. They in, they implemented some zone read stuff, and it got him rolling a little bit. Rams did a great job with their guy. That guy looked like if it was one yeah. more year for that guy, he might have not golf might not. But but yeah, Mickey's points well made. I. I just kind of I, I don't I'm, I don't want to be the wet blanket guy, but no, there's so all. many there's so many good positive things about this roster, that in so many nice little battles and and things that you can you can focus on, and if if the football gods smile on them through training camp and 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 go through without serious problems, then you know it'll be it'll be fun to see. But the, if you if you ask me what's my biggest concern, just evaluation going in. That would be the one position that I would worry about the most. Well, to Mickey's point, they did try Castle. They tried Sanchez. Castle's still out there, by it the didn't, way. It didn't. Yeah, leave him out there, it, too. It didn't work, and so and it worked with Dak. And so they're trying to use this philosophy of develop behind him. they got to see if it works. As of three weeks ago, they said what we heard basically was, these guys need to work. Dak needs reps. Right. Let's just let them. We don't need a fourth guy right now. Right. Yeah. We'll, well see I'd how it goes. Well, the gods have just smiled on us, too. Bill Hello, Jones. Bill Jones. Hi, Bill Jones. How are you? In the building. Did you guys move showers back to quarterback? I put in the mailbag last week that I always thought he had a little something there. I mean, would you? Would you? And if then you, Dak if, Prescott. If you, 2016, up. we had him ahead of. I, I had right. him ahead of Prescott going into training camp. See, that's what I'm saying. With you know, if if you were don't demean yourself, but you know, but but showers make he made some plays. Been making a couple plays here and there. You know, he it's he funny. Broke up play. the ball on the yeah, goal line. That's what I'm saying. He's been you know he's been on the same plan as the injured guys, as those veteran guys, where he practices two times and sits out one. Told me he should be good to go for day one of camp. That's the goal. See now, full go. He has to feel like that. You know what? He's out of practice squad availability. How long can you stay on the practice he's done. squad? No, he's done. <laughs> is, he, is he done? He's done. He's okay. he, he's like he, he, he's he maxed like, out. <laughs> he is he's a, he is a, he's a redshirt senior and he's <laughs> yeah, but what and he's you, waiting what for pro you, he's waiting for pro day. What if you graduate? Do you get yeah, another he's a gra- year? He's yeah, a graduate he's, he's a graduate he's transfer. Exactly. He's not in the transfer portal either. Yeah. <laughs> but you know if if. Yeah, he you can't. But if you needed a fourth quarterback at camp, <sighs> that'd be hard to jerk him around like that, wouldn't it? And send him back. You know, you also have Kellen Moore as your and John Kitna as your fourth and fifth quarterbacks. But camp. you think about you think about <laughs> Garrett. That's eligible. ever happened. Uh, Garrett, right? there's fourth, yeah. fifth, and six right there. That's a tough transition back to QB, though, don't you think? Well, he's the fourth guy. Yeah, I mean, he again, he's out of he's out of his. Uh, you know, to do him a favor, to, to maybe he can get on with another team, or maybe make this team. Just let him 
We were having Jamil Showers talk. <laughs> you're you're, you're in Cowboys. You're in trouble if that's your savior. That's all. I no, no. I was just saying though yeah, about a guy no, that, that, that 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 yeah. if you were if you were honestly looking for a guy, if you said okay, instead of bringing somebody in, you know, and you and you want the other two to get all the reps, that's that's how that's what I'm talking about. I'm going to give you the reins, Bill. But we were discussing. No, well, you can you can keep them. No, did you, no. did you have a flat tire? Uh, no, I had uh, traffic issues. I mean, it was a stalemate on mm. 121 North this morning. A stalemate? A, oh, it was a parking lot there. Yep. At Carrollton Parkway at 121. You can go check it if you'd like, Mickey. Oh, he will. <laughs> uh, he he will. Right now. Be a big shot it's tomorrow. amazing, <laughs> though, how one little traffic accident can stop one lane on, and it destroys everybody's morning. I mean, there are so many people late for work this morning. That's why you leave early. Well, I left it Ways an hour a, early. Yeah, Ways. I mean, uh-huh. Best stop ever. Yeah. Time's oh, I knew I, I could. I knew it was coming. Three, but I, I, two. <laughs> Once you, get, once you get to that point, it's going to take just as long going around. Cowboys. Oh, God. All right, back on the road. So what about you? Huh? What was Mickey's? What was Mickey's? St- what what stuck was Mickey's? Out to just a review. Uh, what I told you last week, speed, okay. it stuck out to me. Yeah, what, okay. what, 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 what do you have? Oh, what's Rob? Rob? I, I actually don't know the question, but. No, let, <laughs> we were, good, good, good we were discussing what's, what's a takeaway from, from OTAs, and now we get into minicamp here, which is pretty much the same structure as we've seen. Also, just a different name. Yeah, pretty much. What else, and for three days straight, that we get to actually watch? Yeah, yeah. What do you need to see still when they get to Oxnard? And Brian said backup quarterback, based on what we've seen so far. And I, one more thing I want to ask you about that, and I'll answer your question. But yeah, my, better. Mike White, what, he's, he's the younger guy. Have you seen more from him that's the problem. No, no, you haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't seen no, no where, improvement no, in certain No, no, areas. I haven't seen very. He looks very similar to Mike White. That last year was. I was hopeful that he would go out there and and pitch it around and move the team. It, it was I, to be honest with you. I was glad to see Jason Garrett. The last time we got to watch practice, Jason Garrett basically pulled the huddle back and said, "Hey, you're in charge of this. You know, you're the one that's running this. You're the quarterback." Step up and be the quarter. You know, he got on him a little bit. And I and I was like, thank God. You know, somebody wake this kid up. Because if you watch He's him play. He's got a great opportunity sitting in. He right, does. Absolutely. He does. And that's what worries me a little bit, that Mike White that was, you know, Western Kentucky Mike White is not the same Mike White that I'm seeing here with the Dallas Cowboys. And, that, that, and I, I gave him last year. I understand that. But I'm kind of seeing some of the same things that I saw with Mike oh. White last year. Those are the concerns with coming out of that system in, in college. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you, you just really don't know for sure what you've got. And, and whether it's Mike White, whether it's whoever it might be going back since since that offense came into the in the college football, you just don't know uh, what you have right. for sure. You know, it is the hardest position to evaluate. And I'll stay on that track, Mickey. OK, my answer is. Maybe kind of obvious, Dak Prescott. This is, to me, the best stretch of OTAs we, now four years now with him, four off-seasons that, that I've seen him have in terms of, you know, we got a question yesterday about accuracy, mm-hmm. just his command. I get that it's not totally live, um, but he just seems extremely comfortable. He has been accurate at all levels of the field. We've seen him make throws deep, intermediate, short. Um, there's just a comfort level that you see, and I wonder how much of it is just – a more stable receiving core. That's what I wonder. I, you know, because I, I just made the list, you know, last year, I mean, these guys were vying not only to make the team, but to be top targets for him. Post-Dez, Deontay Thompson, Tavon Austin, Michael Gallup, Alan Hearns. He didn't know any of these guys. Plus he had three 
four tight ends that really hadn't done much in the league other than Jeff Swain. It's just a better, more experienced group. And now he's also got time on task with a Pro Bowl receiver that they got at midseason last year. Not, not, uh, it's been night and day for sure. And how much do you think it helps him even, and uh, Brian, when, when you look, when he's able to study his receivers and what they're comfortable doing, like he's got an Amari Cooper and he's got four years worth of NFL stuff on tape from him that he can actually look at him and, and see and how that translates even to practice. And with Randall Cobb coming in here, I think it's just it increases his confidence level with these guys. Plus, he's now got a full year working with Michael Gallup. And and that's my big takeaway, too. What I've seen, it, it looks like he ha- is playing with a confidence and throw Witten in there, too. I, he knows yeah, Jarwin. Witten. He knows that's Witten. Right. Yeah. He knows, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, those guys know what they're doing. That too. They've right. got a year yeah. under their and belt. You, and you yeah. know that the receiver is going to be in a certain spot. That's what I'm You played at. half the season last year with two tight ends who hadn't played in the National Football League. Yeah. Think That's about right. that. That's right. And then Rico. And everybody goes silent. Yeah. Well, know, there's, there's, and there's, I'm just saying, look, at, yeah, look, look who you were playing last year at this time without Cooper. Yeah. Well, they just they consciously went with that receiver by committee last offseason, and then the Witten thing surprised them basically around draft time. I don't know if they really thought he was going to hang it can, up, and then he did. Can I but, ask a question to the group? Why do you think they went receiver by committee? What, what do you think? Do you think that there was so much confidence in Dak that Dak could make these receivers? Or is it like, well, at the like time, just like Rob said, he needs it to be the other way? At the time, I'll just jump. At the time, you know, you didn't know Travis Frederick was going to miss the season. Right. And I think you, you might have felt like, all right, we got a strong offensive line. We've got Zeke. We've got pieces around him. We're going to run the ball. We're going to pound it. And we can, somebody will emerge. You know, and, I think they got put in that position because of the delay on the Dez decision, you know, because it was mid April before they made the decision to release Dez. And so you're past free agency, and so you had no other alternative at that point but to go receiver by committee. I, I mean, never, they flirted yeah. with Sammy Watkins, you know, and 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 maybe they would have made the – they probably would have cut ties with Dez if they had gotten the deal done with Watkins if they wanted, you know. I think if so, they, yeah. So, which would have been in March. And then you would have had a number one receiver, basically, you know, and you wouldn't have – but I, get, I think the bigger question is why was there the delay on the Dez decision? You know, and which which I think made it by by making it mid April. What's out there now? You got to go receiver by committee now. So you think that you, you're saying the the this the the lack of movement on Des was the reason why they went by committee. I I, I want to believe that they thought that Dak was going to be able to carry that group. That's kind of where I think that. Yeah, and and, they and didn't, you brought up the offensive line, the running back. They didn't expect Mickey's their line talk about to be, the tight end, and, it, yeah. and but it, it they didn't have enough pieces in place. Well, okay, not to play we, and not having Witten too. Witten when jumped we got up at draft time when we got to the season opener. Des and Witten both. Yeah, mm-hmm. or the first couple games. Name me and don't include Beasley in there. The starting two wide receivers. Let's carry it over. We're five minutes late. That'll give you time to think. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't think about it. In, in, in <laughs> yeah, that's 10 your point. Seconds, that's right? right. That's your point. Yeah. And Bill Jones will jump back in the driver's chair next on Talking Cowboys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay. What's not too? Right above the subway. Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the. 
That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at formation this dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. We're talking Cowboys. We were talking NBA Finals during the break, but we don't need to carry that over to talking Cowboys. Because what about hockey? This hell yeah, you got Game Seven on Wednesday night in Boston. Cowboys and the Cow- Rangers are in Boston, and they switch their game to three o'clock on Wednesday Cowboys. so that everybody can go to the. Hey, by the way, God. the last time the Stars won the Stanley Cup, the only time Cowboys. the Stars won the Stanley Cup was twenty years ago this week. That's right, and the Rangers were in Boston. Because I was in Boston that week when they did it. But we're talking Cowboys, and it's minicamp week. Are we? And it is the first day of the minicamp, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then it's about a – well, it's right at a six-week break before Mm, the mm, start mm. of training camp in Oxnard, California. On July 25th, which is a Thursday, the Cowboys will be flying out to Oxnard. So it will be six weeks to the day. Can I ask a real quick question? Yeah. I'll try and make it quick. If if you knew this six-week period always makes me worried, I appreciate mm-hmm. the time that we can go and do things. Hold your breath. Exactly. <laughs> if Would you, as covering this team, would you rather have the vacation time on the front end, for example, like po- uh, post-draft, and then start the OTAs and mini camps to where you only have – like a two-week break or a one-week break before training camp before we have to go? I wonder if the coaches would like that. Are you asking me from a personal standpoint or if I was a coach? Yeah. I, I, I Carry both if you like. Carry uh, both. I, I just, as, as my, again, my experience, I would, I would personally rather have the break after the draft. If you told me we could start. Of, I would take the month of May off. off. There you go. I am totally on board with that. Because the way it's set up now, and it's nice for us to have this time coming up. But, for, but you as, can have it in May. But as a team, exactly, you're not starting over when you get to camp, but you're not 
grinding like you've been for 10 weeks See, straight and then these guys these guys are technically on vacation obviously they're going to train on their own but are they well <laughs> i mean I, and some of them will yeah they will some of them will but, but it's it, not the same it's not the same it, it, to me i would i would rather see the players get more of a break i think i think if you had them if you gave them more of a break after the season an extra month after the season and then started your your workouts and things like that like mickey said after may say you started june 1st Whatever, and then take all the way of all June, and, and then, then all of like July. Say two weeks before training. Yeah, can't six, take it off. six weeks. Go six weeks of these OTAs or or working out, whatever you want to do, and then when you get okay, we're going to report July twenty fifth. Okay, we'll give them off, you know, break on July sixteenth, and we got ten days off, and then boom, everybody's back. But then you don't lose that everything that you've gained. These guys are, are great athletes, no question. I mean, you can't be a bad athlete and play in this league. I'm just saying, though, so, I, I think you're susceptible to injury taking the six weeks off and then showing up for a camp where you go hammer down, you know? And that's and where it, I and think— that's why they have to take it easy the, at the beginning no of training question. camp. Too. Yeah, no question. Otherwise, you could just transition right in. Yeah. You've done all this work to get in shape, and then you say, okay, in six, six weeks. weeks. Yeah. So uh, what would you do prior to May? Nothing. What about— because basically the way it is right is right now the the organized off season stuff starts April fifteenth right. and goes until basically June fifteenth so right. it's a two month period there right so how about doing the April two weeks whatever it might be three weeks leading up to the to May first take May off then do June yeah you know to where I, I'm, I'm but the, the only problem with that is then you're spending all of June getting guys in shape where you did it from the beginning May. of April yeah. all the way through to, until before OTAs. you started but doing football. But yeah. with six weeks off now, do they come back in perfect shape? No, they don't. And that's why I don't think they should have that long of a break. I wonder what the players. Oh, I'm want. sure they love it. Mm -hmm. I, I would think the players, I, I think the players, <laughs> I think the players, if you gave them more time off after the season, would probably appreciate it more, because what you're doing is if you got him, if you brought him in in June and worked him through July, you're getting him in that mindset. Okay, we got to do this every day, every day, every day. But if, I think if you gave them more time on the front end to recover, I mm -hmm. think they would be. I think they would be a lot. I think they'd be happier about that. It's kind of like uh, teachers out there, whatever. You know, you get in, you're off in the summertime, and you you basically have two months off in the summertime. Well, I'm already hearing teacher friends of mine say they're two weeks into their summer vacation and they're bored. Yeah. You know, and for like players, all right. Yeah. It's, yeah. You got six weeks from my Thursday. My wife's not, she needs, she needs a break from the fourth. She's graders. got the NBA finals. Yeah, she's, she's, she's good. Finals. She's good. But, Go ahead. but for the players. All right. Like you say, six weeks is a long time. It's a, it's, it's a tremendous. And all amount. that work that they put in for the last two months, I mean, it takes some discipline I'm trying on their to part to maintain that. And maybe more so smart, if they're smart, two weeks before they leave for training camp, they're back here working out, doing yeah, conditioning right. work, lifting, so that when you get to training camp, it's not like you lost everything. I'm just trying to prevent injuries. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I think it also applies, to your point, Bill, even more so with the rookies because they get the rookie camp, they come in for three weeks, four weeks, they keep and then those they're guys gone here. again. They keep the rookies here, though. You remember that? 
Yeah, the rookies they, only they, get like a week. Yeah, the week, a they, week they, or so. Yeah, they and, don't. Yeah, and Fourth the, of July, and the rehab yeah. guys get maybe a week. Yeah, yeah, the rehab guys, and there's a bunch of them. Sure, they're going to be here. That's true. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. It's just, a good thought. I'm Brian. just trying to get the. Mo- I'm trying to get the perfect camp of of my team being in shape. And us not missing any practice time. So when we get into the season, because they give them enough breaks during training camp. Have you guys looked at the schedule? Oh, yeah, it's a day off every I mean, three days. Oh, sure. I know we're days. going to the Western Sizzler on July 31st. I've Brian, already got that day planned. Brian sent out an Outlook <laughs> you know? invite on email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay by beating heart. No, the Western, <laughs> Western. Sizzler. Don't, okay, don't, don't, don't you question. knock the yeah, Sizzler, yeah, man. Exactly. The starting wide receivers not named Beasley oh, for the oh, season yeah. opener. Oh, yeah. That oh, was Thompson and Hearns. Yes. And then there, there was a third in there. That wasn't Beasley the next week or the next two weeks. When did Austin, Gallup get in there? Terrence Williams. Terrence, Terrence Williams. Williams. That was Williams. another one. Three of, and you asked what went wrong with the committee. Yeah. The top three guys at the beginning of the season might not be here to start this year. You know, I, I applaud them for, for realizing that that wasn't going to work. And it took, it took a team that was willing to move on from a star player that was going to do it their way, and it took a first-round pick. I mean, you had to have a lot of things go that way. But I admire them for not sitting there and saying, no, we can ride this out. Yeah. We would just ride this out. It'll get better. Because it wasn't going to get better. It didn't. And, and what was it re- wasn't going to get better. What's really interesting about it, too, make if you break it down even more, and I know we're live on the air, but those those snaps on offense, the first few games, they were it was a true committee. Like, they were pretty evenly distributed. It wasn't like it was this hard rotation of three, four guys. It, it wasn't until Austin got hurt. Um and really, they got Cooper. And, and Terrence Williams got hurt. They get Cooper, and then they kind of stabilize that group. Gallup starts. He starts playing more. And I think it made Dak way more comfortable. I think, I think the thing with Williams, I think the, the DUI thing was what got him put to pasture. That was offseason, right? And then, I, but then he, had, then he had the but, foot thing. Yeah, but, then, but I think it was kind of like he was having some issues. And But was he really hurt? It was in, an RUI. Yeah. Riding... Yeah. The influence. I'm just saying that uh, to me that it just it was it was very it <laughs> was very up. it was very it was a train wreck it really was it was a it was just a it was a bad misevaluation and I always I always tell people though that if you can't evaluate your own team then you're not ever going to be any good and I think they evaluated their situation not I think I know they evaluated their situation they had to do something so 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 then look at last off season. Okay, they went through the whole month of March in free agency, and it wasn't until April 13th they released Dez. And then, Whit- well, you're harping on that one today, Bill. No, no, I'm just saying. And then, Is it an anniversary or something no, going no, on? No, 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 no. And then Witten surprised them. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then Terrence Williams. So there's who had had his oh, yeah. had his deal in May. Okay? I was wrong about Terrence Williams. So that was back. over a month long period. They they made the own their own decision on Dez. Witten made his decision. Terrence made his choice, and you're down. Who were your three primary receivers over the last half decade? And right then, there? by the way, you get to late August. Travis Frederick learns he's going to be out probably the entire season, winds up being out the entire season. You got a rookie left guard, and the offensive line was not the offensive line that we've come to know until probably midseason when they make the coaching change, and then they, they got better. So, so the only thing they had done at wide receiver was sign Hearns and Thompson uh, – like two weeks trying into three agency. And Thompson has struggled to – he's yeah. been a journeyman throughout his career anyway, and he's trying to hook on with some – I can't remember where he is now, but he's someplace. But 
so didn't work. So just look at this team and this offense now compared to a year ago or after the Frederick injury or the Frederick Guillain-Barre syndrome so, going so, into last year. So I mean, how much you, more confidence should Dak Prescott yeah, have? Yeah, <laughs> or how much more, yeah, like a whole lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. And well, confidence in him, but how about confidence? Does he have confidence in the offensive coordinator? Oh, there's the other thing. Yeah. there's That's something new, huh, Mick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm. – the second half of the season, he completed 70% of his passes. Sure did. I'm not going to get off of that. Sure. Cooper showed up. No, no. No question. Played nine games the last eight. 70% completion percentage the last eight games. Which adds to his confidence level going into this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think there's been this dramatic turnaround in his ability to throw the football. I think the dramatic turnaround is who he's throwing the football to so far. Looks accurate. No, I yeah. yeah. I'm not Looks taking anything away from the ball. his first three years, but I, don't you no, think I he looks he looks so sharp in these practices? Yeah, no, he seen. has. No, absolutely. But it helps that he he knows who he's throwing to. That's yeah. Him or Kitna? Who, who's who's made who's made the if you talk about if you had to say, wow, he looks. Well, we know he looks physically different. I could see that. You watch him. He's a good one guy. Looked in the baseball uniform. Looked like a baseball player mm-hmm. out there at that the Dirk celebrity. You game. know, and he's on that point. Uh, he's one that uh, I remember at training camp last year. He he told me that he had put on weight at the yeah. end of the uh, after the previous season. Right. He had gotten up there a good way. Sure. Now he had gotten back down. Yeah. For, by looks training great. camp and looked gr- like he does right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he looked, but he. I'd love it when I see Dak Prescott looking like he looks right now. He does now. look fit. I mean, he does. But his... And let's not also forget that he's been working with those dudes out in, is it Arizona, California? The quarterback? Oh, the Tom House goose guys and stuff yeah, like that? He, yeah, he's the old been baseball. going to that in, in month of March. See, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think if it's... If yeah, it's so is it Kitna or is if it... If it's Kitna or Dak, that, that we've, seen, yeah. we've seen improvement, not only yeah. physically, but we've seen... Better accuracy. When he misses, it's not the sweaty ball that goes flying and fluttering over people's heads. If he misses, it's maybe uh, six inches, four inches, that kind of thing. They've talked a lot about footwork. Kitten yeah. has and da- he, Dak Garrett. Are you seeing that? Are you see seeing that, subtle things? I, I, no, you're seeing a guy that sits in the pocket and looks like he's ready to throw. Not a guy that, you know, and, and maybe when you get, like Mickey's saying, you get Travis Frederick back. You know, you get, you know, you get Collins back. You get, you know, a year now of, of Connor Williams. I mean, Connor Williams, look, to me, physically looks good, too. So, you know, maybe with all that up front and maybe his confidence. But I, I'm wondering, this little transformation, is it the contract? Is it the pressure? Is it the, is it the quarterback himself? Is it John Kit, Kitna? You is, know what? You know, he, he talked last week about the benefits of working out whatever that quarterback group yeah, I think is. Yeah, Tom, Tom House. It, well, it wasn't Tom House. It was it? These, some, there was somebody else that was involved. Two other guys. There, I didn't know about it. Is this the Orlando-based group? Maybe it was Orlando. Oh, yeah, I, I think, think House is out in California. So, California so, yeah. And he talked about how they worked on techniques on how you have to have your arm slot, whatever angle, right. when – when you got to throw Tom Shaw. From, you got to Tom gotta, Shaw. Yeah, you got to throw from different arm angles. Mm-hmm. You can't always be sitting in the pocket with your arm here going right. here. Sometimes you're moving, you're here. He goes and I learned about that and to how to get my feet set better when I'm not perfect in the pocket. 
and, and he thought that improved his accuracy. It was interesting to hear him go on and on about that. Might as well give full uh, credit to the Tom Shaw Performance Enhancement Camp at ESPN Wide World of Sports at Walt Disney World. There's your that's right. uh, non-paid <laughs> advertising. And isn't that where he, he talked about bringing the guys yeah, in there that's and, right. and working with them? He did, yeah. yeah. And what's important, picks. what's important, too, is what he they teach him, it aligns with Kitna. It's not like it's something to- vastly different. Kitna's um, attention to detail guy. Yeah. You watch him coach. There's a lot of things that he's going through with these quarterbacks. Well, and, I'll tell you what. You know who he did wonders with? His own son. Yeah, kick and throw it. Did you watch? Uh, I've, I've seen him throw it, yeah. When, when, he, when they needed another quarterback yeah, and he, they were running those routes with yeah. the wide receivers. He's stepping in there and throwing it. And he, he's never, spinning it. He never misses them. No. He's he's so right, and I've so seen him out there yeah. working with so him. And it's like, the fourth quarterback I knew Bill was going there. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> he's a college kid, right? He has eligibility. Yeah, he's, he's still playing. Where is he? <laughs> That's a good question. Was he question. at TCU? I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I thought it was a small school. I thought he was a small school guy too. Like, and then he was trying to. You has only eight thousand people. That's a small school. F- mm. FBS yeah. or whatever. What do, what do you call the Division One AA now? FDS. That's where Linehan's kid is. Who or has been? Yeah. Uh, is Come it on. Jo- is it Jordan Kidna? Colorado State. Pueblo. Colorado Pueblo. Yeah. Yeah. No, Bill's yeah. Colorado on, State. Bill's on yes, it. it is. It's Bill, Colorado Bill's State. Bill's Pueblo. <laughs> Bill's an investigative reporter. That's right. Hey, don't don't sell him short. He was Colorado at Cisco State. Junior College. Yeah. Colorado State Pueblo. That's what it says here, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, that's not Colorado State. <laughs> I, I didn't say it the was. Colorado I said Colorado State, State Pueblo. That's the like, Colorado that's like, State University? <laughs> he's not the Rams. That's like Texas A&M Kingsville. Hmm. That's right. There you go. Or Texas A&M <laughs> Commerce, you which, is, I don't know, which has produced an NFL What are you doing? What are you doing over there? Cowboys. But <laughs> says Jalen Kitna is going to Tennessee or is committed to Tennessee. Okay. He's well, from now he's Reedy going. High School, class of 2020. Oh, just is this up, Jordan? Yeah. Just up the road. Which, Jalen, which, Jalen Kitna. Jalen. That's youngest. a different Kitna. Yeah. yeah there's a couple kid. of Kitna. I, I knew Jordan that. and Jalen, yeah. Jordan, no one of them can really throw it. The one, Jordan, the one not going to Pueblo. When you go out there today, the mini cap, and you see the guy that looks like he's a he's a ball boy, and he's got his hat on backwards, yeah. and he's throwing strike after strike yeah. after strike. That's him. Mm. Whatever and, his name is. And to my point about TCU, Jordan Kitna went to TCU and redshirted his first year before transferring to Cisco Junior College, and then Colorado State Pueblo. Yes. So there you go. There we go. <laughs> There's time for Garrett yet? <laughs> Who's the head coach there? <laughs> <laughs> Another kid. No, I'm kidding. All right. So we've taken right. care of the wide. Re- so did we get Bill's take on what stood out? I, I, do we got back? I, just so fed, I just fed off of Rob Phillips and Dak. Dak okay. is the one that I've. And, then, and otherwise, it's uh, overall depth on the team. Okay. I mean, That's yeah. a good one. Because no, when you there. look at the defense. And what's going on in that defensive line? We need to solve some defensive problems when we come back. The linebackers. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk defense. All right. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. 
To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been tailgating with the OtterBox boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at otterbox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it upside down like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You... You. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Speaking of Jack Black, this is your two-day shipping warning. Mm. This is the last day to get free two-day shipping plus the Hero gift set with your purchase of $70 or more. Have you got your Father's Day gift yet? Yeah, Bill's gonna Have buy I his own. You gonna I, buy I, your I, own? You, you, you tell my father passed away. I don't need your father's day. Did it. you get it? I didn't say give it. Oh, okay, I've not gotten one. No. Not yet. <laughs> Pay attention. Mickey sending you one. Listening is a skill, and to get that free listening is a skill. Two-day shipping on your hero gift set. You'd use the code hero. And you will get for your dad or whoever, maybe yourself. Whoever's still alive. Turbo Wash, <laughs> Pure Clean Daily Facial Cleanser, Face Buff, Energizing Scrub, Double Duty Face Moisturizer, and Mini Intense Therapy Lip Balm. Free with your $70 purchase. There you Getjackblack.com. Please my, do. Happy Father's Day. Yep, that's going to be my gift. Hope he's not listening. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff, Mick. Probably you can not. keep the $70 worth of stuff and just give him the free stuff. Hey, there you go. And you know there what? You it comes in a very pretty black box mm. with a signature Jack Black on it. All right, very good. So you don't even have to wrap it. It's such a pretty black box. That was that car you were behind this morning. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think I was... I, I was uh, caught in traffic caused by 
a Mickey collision <laughs> reading a spot on the highway yeah, this morning. Except there's nothing to read, right? Uh, that's a new drop from Kent. Nice. Let's go uh let's go defense. You want to play some defense now? Yeah. Brian Broaddus brought it up. Where would you like to go on the Cowboys defense as we This is sort of like it's a mini camp. Even though minicamp is just now starting, as you are listening to this, perhaps it is after the minicamp is over, and it's almost like it's a training camp preview, too. So we're wrapping up the offseason today. Can you name any of the starters on defense that are actually out there? (laughs) Uh, The linebackers side. Two of them. (laughs) Taco. (laughs) You say Taco. Garrison is on his game. They, he is in uh, mid-season form. Oh, I like man. what I've seen with uh, Malik Collins, by yeah. the way, the practices that we've got to watch. Maybe it's something to do with drafting somebody in the second round. Maybe it's a contract. Maybe Having two good feet. Yeah. Let's just get through the bags a couple of times before bones start to break. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I like what I've seen with Malik Collins. love what I've seen with Sean Lee running around out there. Yep. You know, You know what I think? Does anybody talk to Sean Lee? I, I asked yeah. this question. You, Mickey, did you ask him? You, you know what? They used to keep Sean Lee in bubble wrap. I Sean Lee, and I need to ask him this, and maybe you asked him this question. I think Sean Lee went and told him and said, I need to play. Yes. I just need to play. That's this is my last year. I just need to play. But he's, on, me, the, he's on the practice off practice schedule but, during but, mini but, camp. But, but he, it could be where they practice him one time yeah, or no time. Did he do much? In OTAs last year, I feel like I, he didn't do much him, till he got to camp. Yeah, I'm seeing him run. And then with, he was he, in bubble wrap in camp too. He's yeah. running with I don't the twos. Think, I don't think he did uh, teamwork. Yeah, in, in OTAs. Yeah, he's year. running with the twos. He's out there running with you know Kyle Cuero and those guys. I think I think, and I need to ask him this, and maybe one of us will ask him this. But I think he went and told them. He's like, I need to practice. I mean, I just need you just need to put me out there. I don't. I mean, I, and and so far so good for him. And I think that maybe will be the plan. He'll have an off day, I'm sure. Yeah. The camp, the veterans roll through the the Wittens, the Lees, the the offensive lineman guys all you know do what they have to do. But I, I, I think Sean Lee just said, "Hey, the hell with it. You know what? I I haven't played in I haven't played in three years, basically. I mean, so, I, mean the, I need to go. I just need to go practice. Even with all with, with his injuries, the only time he had a season-ending injury was the ACL, which was in the OTAs in 2014. Yeah, okay, right. where where it was an off-season deal where he got hurt. Okay, and he's lost for the year. Okay, yeah. um, and the other stuff is it's. You know, hamstring type stuff. You know, that's there's been other injuries besides that, that broken bones or whatever. But uh, here lately, it's been more. It's kind of like Adrian Beltre with the Rangers, where you get up there yeah. pushing your mid thirties, whatever, and you're, he's he's wound so tight, you know. Right. And and his you his play and his role is probably going to be slightly different, right? Sam linebacker. He's not probably going to be asked to play. 50, 60 snaps anymore. Unless somebody game. gets Unless hurt. somebody gets hurt. And then he's on the nickel, which he's been on during OTAs. I talk, yeah. Now, I do know this. Talking to Rod Marinelli, he's he's excited about having Sean Lee on the field. So well, they maybe, need him on the field. So maybe maybe but, maybe it won't be as much. Maybe maybe we talk about – maybe because it was Damian Wilson and you say, well, we don't really want to put Damian Wilson out there. Sean Lee's a little different animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean Lee's like, ah, guy can get on the field and make plays. You know, now it's like, well, maybe we don't have to play as much of 
certain things. Mm-hmm. And you play that three-man line. I've brought it up before. You, you were not wrong about and that. And you can keep three and linebackers so and one extra DB. Sure. The, the, the Rod Marinelli, I, he, he confirmed that, it. right? He, he confirmed it. You're absolutely right, Mickey. Because he, he would use that. Wilson a lot to try to blitz, yeah. and I bet Sean Lee's a little bit better at that. Sean Lee will be yeah. a blitzer. Jalen Smith will be a blitzer. Mm-hmm. Position of concern of starters, of starters on defense. On defense. On defense. defense position, position of, of concern. concern. I want to see, see what happens at right defensive end. If Quinn is a 70% guy on the field, or is he a rotation guy? And if he's a rotation guy, then who's the guy at right defensive end? Because we haven't seen Heidner Hare of Tyrone Crawford, right? Not at all. Not at all. And I think he was in that Wednesday group that vet guys, you know, and we've been seeing Wednesday practices and OTAs. But we saw Wednesday last week. But we didn't see him. We didn't see him last week. But we, the, we know what Tyler I know Crawford what he can brings. do. Yeah. Right. But right. Who's, who, who's the guy there, though? Is, is it Quinn? And is Quinn the Quinn Wouldn't you, you think, think he is? Do you think Crawford would start at right defensive end? I think he would. would yeah, yeah, I do, too. I think he would. I think yeah. that's the game plan. Yeah. But if you get Randy, Unless Randy Gregory. You get Randy yeah, Gregory yeah, back. I'm, I'm, you, yeah. you get Randy Gregory back, I'm kicking Crawford back inside. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see my starting corners right now, and you're just not going to well, see Byron not. Jones. Bingo. You know, that's By- me. Byron Jones, point, you know, I think he said he wants to get back sometime in camp. They're trying to get him to week one. And what Cheeto has a hip deal right now that he's dealing with so i thought it was a hamstring uh jones was the hip right he had hip surgery yeah, yep. maybe so yeah jones he, is finally working on the cords and stuff though too that's a good sign I, and i yeah. think they're i mean they're hopeful for yeah. game one yeah but it's not a sure thing who is not the sure thing is is lawrence a sure thing at I, left I think, at left end i think so or jones a sure thing they're quarterback I, what we've been told is they're hopeful on both for week one now is it a guarantee for both, I don't know about that. I think it's more closer to Lawrence from what I've been told. Okay. But also, don't expect to see him in any preseason game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> just get him to week think one. about it. So he, you're not going to play the fourth. If you're going to play, just, you're probably not the first because he probably won't be ready. Is right. he going to Hawaii? Is he going to Hawaii? I'm sure he is sitting on the okay. on the beach, but that doesn't mean he's going to play. You know, last and year, and then here's the other here's the other point. So if if you did play him in a preseason game, how many snaps? Ten. Yeah, Are ten snaps going to make the difference between him being ready for the opener mm-hmm. this or is, not being. This ready? is the age old argument with Emmett Smith and Zeke at the running back position. But he so. practices so hard at training camp. He does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need him to play as hard as he practices at training camp. That's where and he's pr- running pretty hard. Out yeah, here he is. Now. As a matter of fact, too. he was out there yeah. yesterday running. Yeah. So I, I'm with you, Rob. I'm I'm with you on the corners and Mickey. I you, you make a great point about the right end. Because right now we're seeing Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, and C.J. Goodwin on the nickel. You are surely right about that. So you know you're not. We're not seeing the full depth chart, and and maybe you know as we get deeper in here, Alumba, yeah, Alumba, yeah, Jackson. If, so Cheeto's going to be fine. I'm just saying I haven't seen the starting group right now. Well, you it, did it, early before he t- pulled his hamstring. I haven't seen Byron Jones, and no, I may not see haven't. him until week one. That was my concern was the right corner. That was my that was my I mean how is Byron Byron Jones is tough. I mean So they've be, been playing yes. Anthony Brown, 
in place of Byron Jones. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. So I guess yes. the question is, if Byron Jones is not ready to go week one, how confident are you with the replacement? Either well, Brown or Lewis, well, right? What happens mm-hmm. is how confident are you with who goes into the slot? Because it's going to be Jordan Lewis. It's going to be Lewis, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. They've been moving Goodwin, right? Yep. Goodwin's been getting work. At um, right corner. At yeah. right. But, yeah. but that was after Cheeto went out. Yeah. Goodwin got work. But I, I, I like to see more of Jordan Lewis. But that being said, I'd, I want Byron Jones healthy. And, I mean, he was the best corner by far on this team last year. So they're yeah, trying Brian. to get this Michael Jackson ready, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Playing they're, some they're nickel. nickel. They're yeah. putting him at slot, playing him at outside. I, you know, you know, the position that's not going to change and everybody was up in arms about it. Safety. Safety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know what? I, it's, that's what it's going to be. I think. Yeah. And, and, and if, and if the, if the, if Mickey's friend Wilson makes his Donovan Wilson makes his team, it's because he put, Kayvon Frazier on the street. I don't see them carrying five safeties. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I, that's just me. I, I I don't know how they do that, but if I, I but that's the position to me that, that it's not going to change. Michael so, Jackson's got some safety size about him. Yes, he's he two ten. First time I saw him on film, they played Brian, West Street safety. The other day. He looked like a safety to me. Okay, West Street too. It was mm-hmm. that's a long safety. Mm-hmm. This yeah. ain't this ain't defense, but I think I brought it up last week, and I can't remember if I did it after we finished. Well, what was again. that trail away you just did? You, 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 uh, <laughs> I can't remember. You, uh, oh no! You, you, y'all okay with the kicker? Oh, I, you, you I think you did bring it up last week. You did bring it up last week. Uh-huh. That's the one thing. Are you are you want to see more of Casey Redfern? Is that oh, what I don't know if it's is that what Casey. You're for? What's that headline again? Where the Redfern grows. I don't know. <laughs> one of my favorite childhood books. I'll tell you one thing. I know when practice starts, I am going to pay attention. I'm sorry, folks, if you're there in Oxnard, I'm not going to shake your hand. I've got to go watch kickers work out. <laughs> now, the only th- I mean, just, the, the, you know, the, the kid faded a little at the end. He's not a kid. He was 27 years old. Mickey, just throwing that dirt. You're talking about Maher. Yes. 27. Oh, of course he is. So he's, just, he, he's, he's going to turn here. 30 November 21st. 30? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As Adam Vinatieri just keeps Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's not, <laughs> like he's, it's not like he's at the end of his prime here. No, but, you, you know, know <laughs> here's, 30 years old. here's another thing to consider. This is this is George the, Bland up with the over the hill game. No, I didn't mean thirty as old. Oh, okay. what did you mean then? I just meant I didn't think he was. That what was that thirty? <laughs> what was that reaction? Um, you know what? I don't. This is the first time in his career he's been in the same place two years in a row. Yeah, he's always hopscotch trying to find a job. Sure. So now, how much does that help him that he gets a full off season? Yeah, uh, conditioning. Um, pressure of having to make kicks because obviously they'll get rid of you if you don't make kicks. But I in think training you have camp. to have a backup plan, yeah. and I'm not sure what the backup plan would be because yeah. this. I think they consider Red, Redfern. He's been Casey a Redfern as a more of a punter than he is a place kicker. Yep, kind of the same thing. We had the same talk about <laughs> this guy last year. So if they're that concerned, no, of, I didn't say they were. But but if they I were, don't you is, think they would have a kicker in here? I think they. Yeah, I agree. they should at least think about who they would turn to. Well, you know, there's six weeks between now and the start of training camp, and maybe there's a kicker out there. I'll that tell you one thing. Maybe that's if Steve Hoffman was here, he'd go down to the Home Depot, <laughs> and he'd have a workout at the stadium, and you'd have an All Pro kicker the next day. 
that mm. was, was amazing. Showing. Which light bulbs to buy? He, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm uh, I'm looking at paint, and have you ever made a field goal in the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> We got like a minute left. So, we, you know, there's no, no difference. No, we got less than a minute. Jason Garrett's it. coming up at 10.35. No difference between the kicker and the backup quarterback. That's because they're just not out there all over the that's place. That's true. Can't go down to Texaco and get one. Mickey, mm. we got to leave. You can keep talking if you'd like. Okay. See you in Oxnard, okay. guys. Have a good vacation. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!